Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kniffke, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So, Makers Chat podcast, and I'm here today with my friend Jerry with Ellie's daughter. So, tell us a little bit, Jerry, if you don't mind, just about your business, what it is that you do, and how you came to start doing the creative jam. The creative jam. <laughs> um, I'm Jerry Powtack, and, and my business is Ellie's Daughter, and it's named um, because of my mother. She, um, her name is Ellen. Actually, her name is Viva Ellen, but she never liked Viva, so she always went by Ellen. And, um, and she told me about a year ago, a little over, that she'd always wished she had a nickname. And, and she just thought Ellie was a cute little nickname, but she, nobody called her that. Nobody's ever called her that because they think my mom's serious. Um, she's probably, she's not. not but serious. everybody thinks she's very serious. And so, so nobody would call her Ellie. Nobody would think of a nickname for her. And um, so anyway, when I started this business, I, um, I, I just wanted to honor her some way. I'm sorry, I'm messing with my necklace, but I seem to have lost okay. one. Um, there you go. <laughs> I, I wanted to honor her in some way. And so, um, so I named my business Ellie's Daughter because that's who I am. That's right. Um, and she has always been creative and my grandmother has always been creative and my grandma was creative and, and my dad is a woodworker. He's always been creative. So I come from a bunch of creatives and, um, and last September I retired from um, 35 years of, of raising, raising puppies and um and i've always i've always dabbled i've always done something creative and um and so i just i thought oh like this painted furniture is but i like it and so i started painting furniture and and now um i paint furniture and i make um little i take old throwaway stuff um, things that people just toss and um, and I turn them into something take old things and make them new again yes that's what I do and beautiful beautiful work oh, oh thank you yes um, so I always ask just a handful of kind of random questions number one what is your favorite beverage um, coffee. black black <laughs> coffee sometimes I like a frou-frou once yeah. in a while, I like a frou-frou, but usually that's because I'm hungry. How many cups of coffee a day do you drink? Uh, mm. You'd rather not say? Many. Many. <laughs> many. And, and I discovered that, um, and probably people out there already know this, that, um, that people that have ADHD will often self-medicate with caffeine. Yeah. And I didn't know this until uh, um, I was told by a doctor when they were asking me about my caffeine intake, and I told them, you know, you're not gonna lie to the doctor. And they said, he said, uh, 
or excuse me, she said, you know you're self-medicating. Well, it works. <laughs> so, I believe it. My husband is a soda addict and he says that that's why too, that it's an AD, it's, it's with his ADD, it really helps him. Yeah, yeah so. oh, and it absolutely does. It absolutely does help me. Like I drink one before I go to bed at night so I can go to sleep. Oh, wow. Huh. Well, I tell you, I've always self-medicated with caffeine. I don't think I have ADD, but who knows? Because <laughs> she's rolling her eyes. I can be a bit she, of a flake. She could have. She could. I could. It's a possibility, but not really. I, I, yeah, I don't take that lightly. I know a lot of people struggle with it where I don't mm. feel like I've struggled, but. I'm so grateful for my ADHD. Really? I really am. How, how so? Um, well, I know I don't get bored. That's because I always have, you know, three or four things going at once. Mm -hmm. So if I get tired of one, I just go to the other. And um, and another thing I didn't know, um, we have further peripheral vision. I did not know that. Yeah, which is why we go, oh, look, something shiny. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. It's yeah. easier to distract yeah. because you have more in your field of... Right. Oh, look, a chicken. Yeah. Huh. Because we see more like I yeah I see you see further back in your peripheral vision with it when I guess that's pretty cool that's what I've been told anyway and <laughs> and it, and I do I I mean I tested it when I somebody told me that I was like really oh I can I can see that can you see back this far and they said no so that's really cool mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about your creative process when you get ready to go make something. What, what does that look like for you? Do you have the idea first? Do you have the piece first? How does that work? Mm. Gosh, probably both. I mean, I've probably done always all of those ways. Um, an old board. Now those, that's my favorite. As I see it, as soon as I see an old board, I can tell what it wants to be painted on it. That's fine. That's, um, yeah that i those are I, those are cool that way now as far as a piece of furniture i don't know if i ever finish it the way i started it it changes as you go uh, yeah like i have in my head what i want to do with it i look at it and i figure oh i that would look really pretty like da -da -da. and and then i start painting it da -da -da -da, and and it, it either doesn't turn out the way I had it in my head, even if I'm using the colors I thought I was going to use. Yeah. Um, it doesn't either. It doesn't turn out the way I pictured it, or it, or it, it's not turning out. And so we just change. Just change stream. directions. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite technique? Do you have a favorite technique for painting furniture? I real well everything I do is um is is textured and um and like things hidden okay you know like yeah. like there's a, a little something underneath of the layers or something there's always a little something hidden okay um yeah that's and i really and i just i love color yeah i do and i really try I really try to do something, you know, more neutral, more, you know, neutral. And 
I just, I'm looking at it and I'm just, it just ain't doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I'm, I'm, I like to start with color. Even if I'm going to go neutral, I like to start with color so that color peeks through in the end. Right. And I don't paint as much furniture as you do, um, as far as volume, but, but yeah, I love, I, I like, I like to have some color in there, even if it's neutral. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So trying to think what else should we ask you about there's so many things we could ask you hmm you this is not your first creative business no so I know that it's not technically what you are doing right now that you're necessarily wanting to I guess sell the product but I'm fascinated by it so I would love for you to tell everyone about about your previous creative endeavor with your farm Oh, with the fiber? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was just one of them. I'm okay. sure. I, I guess there was probably lots. Jerry here's a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> I, yeah, that's it. That's another the ADHD thing. That's true. Like, yeah. Um, I I was raised on a farm, and um, and I love my animals. I I don't. I've never not had animals. I've always had animals, and um, my poor husband. I married a city boy with a cat, and he had no idea. Um, but anyway, I've always had animals, and um, and we homeschooled for 20 years, and and we had sheep, but they were um, they they were um, meat sheep. They weren't okay. they weren't fiber sheep. And but I always wanted to learn how to spin and spin wool, make yarn. And, um, and so when I finished school, when the kids all finished, that, then it was my turn to really learn something. And so I sold all of our Catan sheep and I bought, um, I started with Shetlands and Corydale wool sheep. And, um, and I learned how to shear and I learned how to wash the wool and how to process the wool and, how, and then how to dye the wool and I learned how to spin and so um, so that's what I did yeah. so I but again I didn't do um, plain I didn't do plain yarn I did they call it art yarn um, lots of locks and color Beautiful. And big thick and bulky and curly and and um, beads in it and she brought some to show me recently and I was I, like I did you need to sell me some of this. <laughs> and she did. It's awesome. It's really incredible. So in addition to painting furniture and canvas and all the awesome creative things that you do, you have been plugged into some creative communities over the past year. Yes, so absolutely. Tell everyone what you, how you feel that has impacted your business. Oh my. Um, I, I wouldn't have, um, I, I wouldn't be a business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably still be painting a little bit and, and like struggling and trying to find a way to do something with it. But, um, but I would, I wouldn't be in business. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, you know, everybody YouTubes, right? And, and I was on YouTube and I saw, um, JB Ray Vintage. Mm -hmm. Well, she had this paint that she was doing stuff with, and and it was um, 
DIY paint, Debbie, Debbie's Design Diary, Debbie Beard's paint. And so I went over to her. And then she had this lady on <laughs> that was showing her, it was a dual, it was, they were doing a, a live together. They were doing a video together, but they weren't at this in the same place. And this lady was showing her how to do this um, dresser and it had all these colors, these drips and these, and it was like, oh, look at that. How did she make that look like that? And she said, and she mentioned something, and another time she said something about, um, yeah, we did this wall, it's kind of like a turquoise iris wall, like my friend turquoise iris wall. And I was like, oh, what's, who's, what's a turquoise <laughs> iris wall? And so then I found turquoise iris, Dionne Woods. And um, that was, uh, it was a year ago, that was December of last year. Maybe November. Okay. But just last year. When, um, and that was right, I had decided. 2020 last year. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had decided that um, in six months I was phasing out and, and I was gonna retire in six months from from my dogs and um, and this thing popped up Empowered by Design and um, and it was a six month little course thing. Mentorship, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, oh, what a coincidence, which I don't believe in by the way. And, um, and so I put myself on the waiting list like I, I, it wasn't open yet. So I clicked on, yeah, I want to do this. And um, God just takes care of things. You know, he does because there's no way that I, first of all, should have even made it from the waiting list. Um, second of all, the rule now is you have to have an existing business and have it all set up before you join this class. I had nothing. I, zero. I didn't have a name. I didn't have a name. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have pictures. Interest, but did, 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 did. I had nothing. Nothing. And, um, and, and then I signed up and I started seeing these women. Oh my gosh, the ones that were in it. And, and so I sent a message to Michelle <laughs> and said, I made a mistake. I made it over my head. These, I'm way above my pay grade here. Way, <laughs> I am not in this level. And um, I just saw all these other women that are in this group and I'm not a part, I'm not there. I'm not part of them. And um, I sent her that and then Dion messaged me back and said, I'm calling you, when's a good time? <laughs> and I even said, messaged her back, you're calling me? Uh, like, and she did, and and she did, and and we talked, and she said, um, "You pray about it." You, this was Friday. You pray about it. You think about it, and um, over the weekend, and you let me know. And so that's what I did, and um, and you know, God opened that door because it should have been, it should not have been opened, in my circumstances, it should not have been opened, and it was. So God opens things that we can't. And um, so anyway, I became a part of that group. It was six months of 
oh my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> it was so hard. It was so hard. But I met this lady and several others. And um, these are friends that will be my friends forever until, until death do us part. That's right. Um, but, and then, um, now see, I only knew them online, except for you. Yeah, because we were, because we lived near each other, we obviously. <laughs> close enough, yeah. Um, I, so I only knew these women online. And, um, and in December, 2021, mm -hmm. we had a, um, a workshop. Danielle put a workshop on here. And several of those women, what, 50? Mm -hmm. um, from that group, not just the Empowered by Design group, but the um, Connection group, um, Dion's. It's a larger membership for, for creatives. Yeah. For creatives, whether you're in business or not. Right. They, they came here and, um, for a weekend, and it was um, so eye-opening to me and, and so inspiring to me, but not just to me. I saw, I saw what it did with and for the other women that were here. Um, some came from, gosh, New Jersey and, and um, Virginia and, and, and Ohio, and they came from everywhere. And, and so even watching them after the workshop um, online, just the motivation that they had, the inspiration that they had, the energy, and it was all because um, they were in person with one another and um and so i just was really i really felt led to make something like that happen here um and so i so i talked to her again and and um and small biz bosses was born and we are having um we're having our first our our um brunch kickoff on January 31st at 11 o'clock and um, we're just bringing these local ladies um, together I mean they could be men too but they don't want to come <laughs> um, so it's a ladies thing and um, we're just coming together to support and encourage um, one another to bounce ideas off each other but but to just the huge thing is um, we as creatives, like 99% of the time feel like 99% of us, I should say, feel like we don't fit in. Like wherever we go, we just, oh my God, we don't fit in. And coming to that workshop was like, oh my, I have found my tribe. Yeah. Um, I fit here. Like I'm, I, I not only fit here, but I'm part of here. And, and, um, and I just want, I just want um, creatives to know that, yeah, that they do fit and that they are a part and that they are, especially they're needed. Um, they're just so needed. We, we really need one another. Yeah. Um, you cannot do this. You cannot do this all by yourself. And, um, and I am an all by yourselfer. Like from way back, I'm an all by yourselfer, and you cannot do this all by yourself.
No, you really can't. Um, and small biz bosses, just so you know, um, Jerry here was dubbed the tiny boss because she's really good at managing a crowd and motivating people. So anyway, she, she was dubbed tiny boss by Debbie Beard, I think, at that. <laughs> just a little bossy, but in a good way. Um, so anyway, that was kind of where the name came from. But basically, it's just creative women in business in this general region. So we're in the upstate of South Carolina. And the meetup is going to be at Reinvented Warehouse, which is the store that I own. We're in the coffee bar right now where we'll actually have refreshments set up that day. And we're having a brunch meeting at 11 on January 31st. So I'll put all, those, all that information in the thing. If you're local and you want to come out and join us, we would love to have you. Um, there'll be links for you to join that group so that you can RSVP and we can be expecting you. Um, but there's no cost. There's a suggested donation to help cover food, right? Right. And how much is that again? It, it's $8. Okay. But if you don't have it, we got you. It's no big deal. It's yeah. just a suggestion that would help us continue to do these. And they're going to be every month. Every month. And then quarterly, we'll be having a, an event. Um, and, and really, I would love to see um, spouses, um, support persons, significant others. I don't know what you all call them. Mine I call husband. Um, <laughs> well, and for me, it's a husband too, but it may be your sister or your mom or your best be. friend, whoever it is that's going to be supporting you in this business. Mm -hmm. um, I would, yeah, I'd love to see them involved, especially in the quarterly um, meetings or events. Yeah, because we were talking about, we were both, you know, even though the event in, in, in here in Spartanburg in December was just for the ladies that bought tickets. But because we're both local and our husbands were around, they kind of came to pitch in and they were able to be there for part of the event. And it's when you're, when the person that's supporting you can see you in that environment, surrounded by the other people who are supporting you and feeding your encouragement and that kind of thing, it gives them, it kind of, not that they didn't understand before, but it helps them understand more why these communities are important to you and why it's important that we make time to be a part of them. Um, so I think that right. that's just something that it's helpful sometimes for those people in your life to see. So that's the goal, excuse me, for the quarterly. Right. Is to be able to pull them into something a little bit bigger, a little bit different. But the monthly meetings are going to be on the last Monday of the month, right? That is it the last? Yes. <laughs> Yes, the last Monday of every month. And it'll typically be 11, right? Yes. It'll be kind of like a brunch thing. Yeah. So people could take an early lunch break if you're working a day job and you are local and you want to come. Or, um, you know, on Mondays too, if you're running a brick and mortar, we know a lot of creative brick and mortars are closed on Mondays. Unclosed, yeah. So we figure that might be a day that, that people can make it. So. Right. But this is... this. You is, need to come and try it. Yes. You need to at least try. Three times. That's right. <laughs> if you try three times and it doesn't fit, go. You don't have to come back anymore. Yeah. But I think if you try three times, you will know that you fit because I think if you feel like you need to come and try, that you're probably supposed to be here anyway. This is true. This is true. And it's all about community. Um, you know, we've talked about we're getting ready. So quick little note here, we're getting ready to have another book club in Maker's Chat community. So last year, after we started the podcast, we did the Artist Way, and it was a 12-week study. We did Sunday nights on Zoom, and it was great. We had a, it was a, a relatively small group, but everybody was super involved, and we just loved that time together. Um, this past year, 
well, that was this past year, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so I started a membership group this last quarter called The the Mill, and we did a book club, on, we do it on Fifth Fridays. So months where there's a Fifth Friday, we, we have a book that we read. And we did that for December, and we read Built to Belong by Natalie Frank, and it was amazing. And our one hour call for book club was just not enough. So we decided we wanted to do book club again with the entire Makers Chat community. So anyone who wants to be a part of it can grab a copy of the book, Built to Belong. The first um, session is gonna be February 6th, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. It's a Sunday, again, a Sunday evening, because that seemed to be a pretty good time for most everyone. Um, and we're actually gonna do it inside the Facebook community. We're gonna do rooms. That way, it doesn't just show up in your feed for replay if it's not something you wanna be a part of. I never want to clutter people with stuff that is not important to them. We get enough noise <laughs> from everywhere else, right? Yes, but if you choose to be a part of it, it'll be really easy to jump in. It'll be on Facebook, so you don't have to have Zoom or anything like that. We'll hop into Facebook rooms. And on February 6th, we're gonna be talking about the first 22 pages. So. I'll put those links in the comments as well so that you can check those out. But, all right, so before we disperse the video here, I'm okay. gonna ask you rapid fire questions. So these, are, these are just for fun. All right, I'm ready. books or movies? Books. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Tea or coffee? Oh, I, I know, I knew the answer already, but. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> um. Oh, it just left me. That happens to me a lot. Oh my gosh. There's another one. Okay, well, I'll, I'll remember it. When I do, I'll come back to it. So these are not as rapid fire. These are, you have to think a little bit, okay? If you could go back to any point in history, anywhere in the world, where would you go? The, um, the, the pioneers era, the other side of the Mississippi. Okay, so like you want to risk death by infection. No, I won't get infected. <laughs> I don't get sick. I don't get sick. You know, we did not, and we're going to do it right now, because we did not talk about before you had a family and had all these cereal businesses, you were in the Marines. Yes, ma'am. How old were you when you went into the Marines? Seventeen. And how long were you in there? I don't remember. Um, I was in I was in the regulars. I was in the regulars for two years. Okay. And then I got out. That they used to sign women up for just two years to oh. begin with. <laughs> um, and then I got out, and um, because I didn't let them tell me what to do. <laughs> and um, and I had my first two children, and I went back into the reserves. Okay. For a for a time. Okay. Um, I don't like it. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. I've heard that, that it's very different. Very different. Um, mm -hmm. Cool. So you were active duty Marine Corps for two years. Yes. And you were 17 years old. I was 17. I was a truck driver. Wow. Mm -hmm. So Jerry's a pretty tough lady and you know, you don't want to give her, you don't want to give her any trouble. She can take care of you. I, I yeah. <laughs> So you're probably right. You probably wouldn't have any issues in pioneer times. You'd, you'd be like, mm -mm, no. Yeah, I was raised on a farm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Mm -hmm. All right. That other question has completely left me. Okay. Was it a favorite question? book ever? Oh, oh, you know what? That's so funny. It's called. Um, I think it's called A Lantern in Her Hand. 
Okay. What's it about? And a woman that goes out and pioneers. Okay. But but she does it. She does it. Like kind of toward the end, I think. She actually lives in a like a sod. Um, yeah. Dug a, a hole in the ground, kind of house to begin with, but um, but but she ends up towards the end. She's living in a house with electricity and you know modern, more modern times. Yeah. So she lived through the whole thing, and my grandmother did that. Okay. So um, my grandmother passed away when she was ninety six, and she was born in nineteen ten and died in um, she was ninety four. 95 and died in 2005 no six she was 96 and um and so she went through you know they had no electricity no plumbing yeah. no they real they literally rode walked or rode a horse to school um they all went to church in a buggy um and so from that to um the internet wow you know, she lived through all of that, and and um, gosh, I used to just pick her brain. I'm sure. Um, but she really, um, my grandmother is my my um, life inspiration. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So I miss her. I'm sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Favorite movie. Dances with Wolves. Okay. I am sensing a thing, Jerry. Or, or and like Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind was my favorite movie forever. And then Dances with Wolves came gotcha. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So basically anything, living on the land, that's like, that's where it's at for you. Well, and that's what how we live. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how we lived. Right. Raising my children. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's how... Yeah, they call it homesteading now. Homesteading, yes. It's very trendy these days. Yeah, we just <laughs> called it. We have a garden. And, yeah. And I milk goats and kill chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Jerry, thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this with me. I know you were nervous. <laughs> I'm. You know, when you do this, I'm just warning y'all if you haven't done it. You don't know what to do with your hands. So here's the thing. I will I will share this tidbit before we go. I used to have a friend that would tell me that um, that when I was going to meet with someone and I didn't want to talk with my hands, I needed to have my coffee because holding my coffee would keep me from using my hands. Mm -hmm. But 90% of the time, I've just given in to the fact that I talk with my hands. I do talk with my hands. I mean, hands. I'm just, I'm okay with it. But yeah, that's what she used to tell me. If you don't want to move your hands, you do better when you're holding coffee. So I, I hold my tumbler or my cup or whatever it is while I'm talking if I don't want to use my hands. <laughs> so thank you very much for being with us today. Well, thank you for inviting yes. me. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for watching. And we'll be back again next week with a really exciting announcement. So be sure to mark your calendars. That's all for this episode of Makers Chat. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't already, join the community on Facebook. Head on over to the link that you'll find down in the notes below. We are getting ready to start another book club in the Makers Chat community. We're reading Built to Belong by Natalie Frank. And our first book club meeting will be happening on February 6th, which is a Sunday evening. So be sure to head on over there, get plugged into the community for deeper conversation, and we'll see you next time.